Four Finger Discount is brought to you today by Podbean, the podcasting app that not only allows you to record on the go, but also upload from anywhere in the world on your mobile device. The Podbean app makes it simple to get started with podcasting. No expensive equipment required. All you need is an idea, and Podbean does the rest. So download the Podbean app now for your Apple or Android device and enjoy the freedom of mobile podcasting. G'day, we're here with the badass. Badass. Like, what were we writing in that book too? Do you write ass or ass? I've been writing ass. Ass. Yeah. Yeah. I wrote ass once and I thought, eh. anyway, welcome to Four Finger Discount, proudly brought to you by the Simpsons quotes and nobody gets any more. Wait, what? Sorry, unless you're calling someone an ass. A jackass or something. Yeah. 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 Two very different individuals. <laughs> I do want to come back, Bart, but it doesn't sound like Flanders is going to get fired. Oh, uh, I think I could get him fired. I got you fired, didn't I? <laughs> yes. Now you realize if I become principal again, we can no longer be friends. Unless you become a good student. Hmm. That's probably never going to happen. Well, we'll always have the laundromat. Yeah. Four finger discount, dude. Welcome to Four Finger Discount, proudly brought to you by The Simpsons Quotes, and nobody gets any more Facebook page, nohomers.net, popculture.com.au, and Podbean. I am Dando. I am Mitch. You looked a little bit annoyed then. What's going on? I just tried to send a message to my brother on Facebook, and it just disappeared on me. What, the Facebook or the message? The message within Facebook, and then I reloaded it, and then Facebook disappeared. <laughs> anyway, if you're listening, Damien, <laughs> um, I, already ha- I still have the original Crash Bandicoot. That's what I was about to say. I saw the original Crash because, Bandicoot too, because the new one comes out tomorrow. Yeah, the Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy. But I, I've still got... I pre-ordered it. Yeah, okay. Well, I've already got the first three, so I'm like, do I need it in high def? I kind of just want to see what it's like. I think it's worth the $50. That's true. At the very least, support an Australian marsupial. What was it called in The Simpsons? Lisa gets an A episode. Oh, Dash Dingo. Dash Dingo, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Game over, mate. <laughs> We're here to review Sweet Seymour Skinner's badass song. Not badass. We had a discussion off air, didn't we? Yeah, and then you've gone and done it anyway. I said that Australians sound weird. And well, I kind of forgot what, what I was supposed to say. What was badass or badass? I was, I re- I was supposed to say no, badass. Yeah, it's got to be badass. Because if we say badass, we just don't sound right. Because it's in the you middle. do sound pretty badass when you say it, though. <laughs> yeah, but I can do accents. But we, <laughs> we do it in the middle of being Australian. We're like Sweet Seymour Skinner's badass song, and it doesn't work. You got to you got to be like it's Sweet Seymour Skinner's badass song. That's how you, like if you're going to do it, you got to commit the whole way through that title. Yes. What do you think of the episode? Did you enjoy it? I thought it was badass. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot funnier than I remember it being. It's a lot t- more touching than Don't I remember it being. Well, look, I love Skinner, so an episode that focuses prim- primarily on him, I get a lot of laughs out of. It was funny because I was still watching it when you arrived doing the review. Mm. I've forgotten how late into the episode they actually went to the army. I thought it was right sort of midway through. Well, like, yeah, oh, well, I thought it was earlier as well. He barely it? spends any time there at all. Even after I'd watched the review, I thought it was earlier because... I got there and he's sort of doing the, I don't know what I've been told. And I'm like, you told me there was three minutes left. And he said, there was. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that needs improvement. <laughs> what was your favorite moment from the episode? Uh, oh, I did write that down somewhere. Well, oh, mine right. is when uh, Bart blows up the quickie mart. Oh, no, when, they, when Bart arrives and actually oh, yeah, blows yeah. the quickie mart. Yep. This is the sound effects. And then yep. Pooh and Sanjay looking up. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the, the K, I think, it rocks up in the background. Look, I mean, the obvious one is the dog in the vent and the alien... Yeah, that's parody. a great reference, yeah, parody. But I'm not going to go with that because okay. I like to choose things that are less obvious. I like Marge sticking up for potatoes. She loves them. I just think they're neat. Yes. 
There's no argument for that. <laughs> no. It just looks at it so lovingly. So big. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It looked like a big gum. Um, I'm going to say kestrel. Kestrel? I think that's a type I don't know about potatoes. <laughs> Holy shit. I was watching... By the way, this sounds a little bit off. We're recording in a different room at the moment. Yeah, so there's an echo. Get over it. Never, this, um, <laughs> More room for us. It's good. This is like uh, the Batman, the original Batman. You know, I don't think I've ever been in this room before. <laughs> I was watching Trash of the Titans the other day. Great episode. I hadn't watched that for such season a long 10? time. Nine, season nine. Nine, okay. It's, um, Steve Martin. Is, of course it is, yeah. Steve Martin. You talk about Frank Grimes being one of the most realistic characters or like a real-life character. No, Steve Martin's courses, character yeah. is exactly like that. Like, he's just a genuine public servant that's been dumped in this crazy town. The way he responds during the debate is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's gobsmacked. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, when they bring him back in. What? People. Is that what he says? <laughs> Some, uh, I think so, yeah. It's, it's what something. Yeah. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Just when he comes back, well, I'm just going to leave you in the wallowing in the mess you've made. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the reason that I bring that up is because it's got a great potato joke in there that I'd entirely forgot oh, about. Yeah, and it's Homer yeah. sneaking into the YouTube. Explain it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so YouTube Bono's giving a concert. Homer's just strolling up backstage with a big sack over his shoulder, and security are like, "Well, where are you going?" And Homer, just this great Irish accent, "Potato man, potato man." Well, where the bloody hell have you been? <laughs> <laughs> Boy, is that funny? Because potatoes are high, I don't need to explain it. Surely people know that potatoes are big in Ireland. That's why. Well, there was, a, there was a big. There was like an. Oh, they aren't big, but the thing is, they had like a. Um, there was a potato like, famine. Like, like a famine, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so no, they, potatoes they were, are they were sta- needed. Potatoes are a staple of the Irish diet. Really? Yeah. Why do you think it was such a big deal when they ran out of potatoes? <laughs> That's why there was a famine. Dan, but if, they had nothing else. If we ran out of potatoes, it'd be an epidemic as well. There'd be no chips. No, imagine life with no chips. Fucked. What else wouldn't we have? Potato chips? Are they made with potatoes, though? Or that's called potato chips? Of course chips. they're made with potatoes. <laughs> I know. <laughs> My God. Trivia. So, I will kick scallop things off. Scallop potato? Is there potato in scallop potato? I'm not too sure. It's just scallops, isn't it? Mashed potato? I think that's just mashed. <laughs> <laughs> Who wrote the forward to Sebastian Cabot's? Uh, beard book. Uh, Willie, Willie Nelson. Willie Nelson, yes. Yeah. Well, um, my first question is, who wrote the forward for the beard book? <laughs> <laughs> I fucking knew it was going to be. We've just been joined by a new member of the uh, of the show. Jet's just joined us here Hello, on the studio. How many times was Bart sent to Flanders' office in the first week? Ooh. Ooh. Flanders is saying, I've only been here a week. Eight, and you've eight been times? Uh, Eleven. Eleven. Okay. Um, when was Skinner shot in the back? As in, well, not was at war, but I don't know. Mm. No, specifically when. I don't know. Uh, during the war, during a Bob Hope show. Ah, oh, yeah, okay. During one of the USO shows, so he's obviously shot yep. in the back by one of his own men. What's the gag there? I don't get that. That so, so he, they weren't fighting at the time. It was one. So of that's his, the gag. One okay. of his men that shot. Yep, yep, yep. What did Skinner's apron say when he was cooking food on the barbecue in his backyard? It's quite I, funny. Uh, I do something nine months of the year. Principals do it nine months Principals of the year. Principals do it nine months of the year. That's yeah. it. How old is the Parthenon? What the fuck's a Parthenon? We don't know. It's what they're singing about. Oh, I have no idea. Yeah, we don't know. Um, the answer from the episode is we don't know. <laughs> um, the, uh, the, the Parthenon is one of the um, Greek, you know, like the, there's the Colosseum, the Parthenon, okay. all those sorts of yep, things. Yep, yep, yep. My final question, how many gas pumps did Apu just have installed before it was exploded? 13, 16. 16. My final question, and I know you're not going to get the answer to it, but what music was Skinner... I've a question right in ages. What, what music was Skinner conducting in his bedroom when Bart enters? I'll, I'll accept that for partial credit. <laughs> can you, Pepsi? Can you tell me a movie that it comes from? No. No. Okay. Well, the answer is it is Symphony Number no. 5 by Beethoven. I know it was Beethoven. I don't know which one, though. features in Fantasia. Yes. Any other movies? It would be, but that's Fantasia the, was the, the one that I yep, okay, cool. had most recently watched. 
Well, a few facts about the episode, Oakley and Weinstein. We just interviewed Oakley this morning, didn't we? We did That was insanity. Bill Oakley this morning, very early in the morning, which is why I'm... Um, I'm hepped up on sugar and Red Bull at the Good moment. Good lollies, though, aren't they? You have natural I, was, I was going to pass out. <laughs> uh, they based Skinner in this episode on teachers from their childhood who they described a sad, lonely old man who lived with their mothers. Yeah, okay. I think we've all had a teacher that you can just tell is just very a lonely lives old with man. His mother. Yeah, just a very lonely old man. Mm. Uh, baby Gerald Luigi Rosotto. Last name I never knew. Uh, Assistant Superintendent Leopold as well. You know, the the Freaks guy. Oh, is that his name? Leopold, yeah. Yeah, Okay. And he's Superintendent's assistant. That's his role. I thought he was Superintendent Chalmers' boss. Yeah, I thought he was in charge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Flanders' parents, they all make their first appearance in the episode. Mm -hmm. Apparently, David Silverman was the one who designed Leopold and Luigi. Hmm. It was, of course, the 100th episode of The Simpsons. Of course it was. How did I forget to mention that? I don't know. Idiot. But that's why I've jumped in. (laughs) That's quite a big deal. Yeah, I was talking. Well, to, I was not, talking according, to, not according to the George Board uh, gag. No, no, it's not. I uh, also like too that they celebrated the hundredth episode by hundred thirty eighth episode spectacular. Yeah, no, 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 the hundredth episode oh, by, by taking. Sorry, I was jumping ahead to a different joke. Oh, okay, by ripping off the uh, fox sticker and stamping on it. Mm. As if they say, "Fuck you guys!" Even though they're the reason they got to hundred yeah. episodes. I was going to say, yeah, I, uh, the joke being in that they didn't celebrate the hundredth, but then they celebrate the hundred thirty eighth. Yep, yep, yep. Which is a thing that a lot of comedy shows do. Like they celebrate a random number to make fun of celebrating meaningless things. And when I was talking to Silverman today, he goes, "When we got to a hundred, we thought, oh, they can't be going for much more. Like mm. five years, five seasons was usually like it. Yeah. Anything after five seasons, you're happy with." You know? It seems to be a pretty common thread because Bill Oakley was saying that yeah, as well. Okay. That when they got to season eight, they were like. Well, surely we'll be done soon. Well, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's why they did 22 short films. They're like, what? let's just fuck with it. Let's Whatever. have fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah this no one's right. watching anymore anyway. Yeah. <laughs> the original air date was April 28th, 1994. The chalkboard gag was? Uh, I will not celebrate meaningless milestones. Yes. And the couch gag was Simpson sitting on the couch and the Fox translucent little stickers on the TV and rips it off and they all stamp on it. Kicks off with, this is one of my favorite intros to any episode. Yeah. Just, uh... What's his name? Joe Cocker. Joe Cocker fucking singing Little Help from My Friends. friends yeah. It's, I love the flashbacks, especially when it's like the that, old videos. that every flashback ends in Homer getting hurt or something. Yeah, like the car running down the yeah. driveway, Homer's beard catching on yeah, fire. Yeah, yeah. And the family laughing at it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Bart's like, Bart reveals here that he's going to be taking these to show and tell. Yep. Telling everyone, just have a bit of sense of humor about yourself. Like, stop, it doesn't matter that Homer's getting embarrassed and then... I'm a big boy today. Yeah. <laughs> Realise the shit, I need to find something else. Marge suggests the potato. Yes. Because they're neat. Yeah. But what I like... Well, I was like, why do you keep going on about these yeah, things? Yeah, I like that. She, she keeps trying to get him to take a potato to show and tell. <laughs> did you ever do show and tell when you were at school? We did, yeah. yeah. I was trying to think of anything specific that I would have brought. I, I probably would have been much, pretty much in the Millhouse camp of like, I have a horsey, nay. I remember taking football cards, like the, the gold cards. Yeah, okay. That, they were important to me. Yeah. <laughs> I th- it was a, you had to really be careful with show and tell. You didn't want to take anything too good in case something happened to it. Uh, I had the, my Street Shark toys. I remember I took mm. Street Shark toys once, and there was one of the ones something eel or something, and he used to shoot something out of his mouth, like the alien mouth. You know, it comes out of the mouth. Yep. The alien yeah, sort of yeah. 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 And he used to shoot out, and the kids said, "Can I borrow it to play at like, playtime?" Me being the generous soul that I am, let him do it. Mm. Comes back, all the things that shoot out of his mouth missing. Yeah, wow. You would have had to jump and steal another one from the, your neighbor's backyard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But it's funny with my primary school, show and tell evolved to auctions. So we had the school. <laughs> They're trying to make some coin out of it. So basically, what happened was no auction so the children. My primary school was <laughs> on. <a> tr- <laughs> is that when you came in and gone? My show and tell today is Solomon. Yeah, <laughs> strapping young man of twenty eight. Got any bids? Any bids? Anybody? Um, 
just one one kernel, a buck, one kernel in the back right corner. I bid five hundred. So the street, the school was on. That devolved quickly. The school was on Teller Street. So we used to have this currency made up fake paper money called Tellus. And if you did, if you did good things around the classroom, the mm. teacher would give you Tellus. And then instead of show and tell, kids would bring an item to school, and you could bid for it with this fake money. Right. Okay. So it's less bidding and more. Stealing, really. Pretty because, much, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was worth nothing. Because, but, because if you go to a store and pay with fake money, you are a criminal. <laughs> but you could use Talus at the school canteen. Oh, okay. So there was a, a trade. Yeah. So now it's more of like a prison thing where you're swapping cigarettes. Yes. So now the, so the poor kids or the kids who unfortunately parents wouldn't make them lunch would just take their toys to school, mm. swap them for Talus and then buy their lunch with it. True story. Did anyone ever bring in like a um, picture magazine or something like that? I wish. That's a lot of, lot of tellers right there. <laughs> I, I bid 10 Gs. <laughs> Teacher bids. <laughs> so, Bart says, I'm not taking a potato. And Lisa suggests the geodes. Yep. Bart has no idea what they are. Bart, that's a, I wouldn't have any that's idea. That's a brand muffin. Yes, the muffin. Yep, yep, yep. You would be smart enough to know that it's not a baked, of course. A baked good. A baked good, yep. He then... Goes to the the bus and everyone has geodes. Yep. So he's like, shit, now I need something different. Sees Santa's little helper, grabs him. Yep. One thing about this scene that never really made sense to me, um, it's the only nitpick. Everyone is surprised when the dog is revealed under the box. Mm. But everyone saw it on the bus? On the bus. Yeah. Did, I you, think not, it, did you think that as well? A little bit. I guess not everyone in Bart's... Well, no, most of the people on that bus were in Bart's... No, school. everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, well, kids have short memory spans. <laughs> I can't defend it. <laughs> the idea is they went to commercial. We should have asked Bill this morning. Said, Dude, what the fuck were you thinking? You were supposed to forget. Yes. <laughs> uh, the kids are having show and tell at school. And Nelson is reading Tomato Pace. I think this is the first reference to Nelson being poor. Once again. Once again. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Nelson. I look forward to seeing it next week. Is this the first time I've seen him poor? Um. Because that's his trait from now on that he's... Is it necessarily about him being poor or just lazy? Like, I didn't really think of it as him being poor. I okay. thought of him just walking to school and going, oh, I need something for showing. Maybe down. it's because I'm going back, knowing that he's poor. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, possibly. You're retrofitting his history a little yep, bit. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, then it's time for Bart. And the box, the box sends the helpers under the box that follows yeah. him up. And the kids are like, what a walking the hell clock. is that? A walking clock. And Mrs. K, Bart, is it a walking clock? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's just like, give him an answer. Tell the kids. Tell them what's going on here. He's, and Bart's even confused. He's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's my dog. <laughs> That's the, what's a walking clock? I liked um, with Mrs. Krabockle here, the delivery, in her voice where she's like, great job. Like, genuine surprise. surprise. Yeah, yeah I've got that like, as well. Oh, Bart did something. Bart did something good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Good for him. Yeah, well done, Bart. Yeah. yeah. Good job. I think this is my favourite Willie moment. When he sees the dog. Mm. When the dog looks at him. And the, the sheer joy in yeah. his face that the dog has acknowledged him. Yeah. We never see Willie happy. No, it's rare. <laughs> it's just a doggy, doggy, doggy. <laughs> but the thing is, when, see, uh, our boss recently got a new dog. Mm. And he brought it to work a couple of weeks ago. Everyone was just in love with it immediately. There's just something about a puppy. It's like a baby. Oh, yeah. I think, I, I, think I love a puppy more than a baby. Better than a baby. But it's like they a, smell better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they look better. And they nuzzle and like they, they you. Babies don't do much. They sit still. They want attention. Occasionally they'll laugh. A dog but just I, like, no, I don't even think they laugh until they're a bit older. But a dog will be straight at I you. love you so much. I have no idea who you are, but yeah. I will lick you. Yeah. Everyone was just like, oh. And it's exactly what it's like. You take yeah. a dog to any school, workplace, people are just in love with it immediately. Yeah. Even just to walk down the street. Yes. I saw like a little. Five-year-old-ish Vietnamese girl walking a 
puppy, a chihuahua puppy that must have only been like 12 weeks old. It would have had to have been brought home. It was smaller than my foot. Your foot? Yeah, like it was a tiny, tiny, tiny dog. Um, but walking through town and she couldn't get more than five metres without someone just, A, because she was small and B, because the dog was even smaller and C, because... <laughs> like her, one of those, what are they called? C, because her father seemed slightly disinterested. Like to almost to the point that it was dangerous that he wasn't like the 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 amount of attention that he wasn't paying to her. Yeah. So I think out of a cuteness and b concern for her well being, <laughs> a lot of people would stop and pat the dog. Mrs. Garoppolo, you said, is very surprised that Bart's done something good for the class. Millhouse, I knew the dog before everyone else or whatever yeah. it was, before he was before cool. he was cool. Yeah. Millhouse was officially the first hipster. Well, I think Flanders Dad was the first hipster. Well, no, he's a beatnik. A beatnik? Are they different, are they? Yeah. So what's the difference between a beatnik and a hipster? You know, I'll look that up because I've never met any beatniks. I don't even know what a beatnik is. Well, Flanders' dad. I know that, but <laughs> they elaborate. It to you. Elaborate. A beatnik is a young person. He's a flat tie, man. <laughs> I'm in a cube. A young person in the 50s and early 60s belonging to a subculture associated with the beat generation. What's the beat generation? I would say like slam poetry and that sort of stuff. Hipsters. Elements of the beatnik trope include pseudo-intellectualism, drug use, and a cartoonish depiction of real-life people along the spiritual quest of Jack Kerouac's autobiographical fiction. So a hipster is a modern-day beatnik. Is that what you mean? I think they're an extension of. They've evolved. Yeah. Yeah. You, you <laughs> evolved the man buns. You couldn't say that they are beatniks, but there's probably like a missing link between beatniks and hipsters. Do you feel like the hipster phase is dying down a fraction? It was like overwhelming at one point not long ago. Yeah, it'll come back. Oh, sorry. It'll, it'll, it'll go away. Not it'll mean. come back. So, it'll go away and something else will But those man buns, man. Something oh, else will turn up in his never. place. I'd love to know how many hipsters now were emo 15 years ago. I know three of them. Good. Yes. <laughs> so, so people that just, like, they've got so little identity that they'll just go with whatever common identity there is of that era. I have video of him Suddenly at his 18th birthday playing Blink-182. Yeah, good. <laughs> well, not good. Very poorly. <laughs> <laughs> All the kids are just in love with the dog. Nelson's, you got to pat it so he feels it. And the dog sneezes. Yeah. He thinks he's people. <laughs> Everyone's just in love. That's where Willie knocks on the door. And he's just so happy that the dog's acknowledged him. Martin then starts complaining because no one's paying attention to him. He's such a little whiny prick, Martin. No wonder he gets beaten up. Theatrical, though. Boom! Yeah. <laughs> he's you, isn't he? No, I was never that fat. <laughs> Um, no, I was never... Is he fat, though? I guess he is. He's, he's kind of chubby. He's pretty chubby. Um, I was never that lame. I've been lame before, but I wasn't that lame. And What's I'd... the lamest you've been? On a scale of one to nay-nay with a horsey. I once had a uh, purple tie-dye t-shirt when I was 16. Oh, really? Yeah. And you thought you were good, yeah? I was kind of wearing it ironically, but kind of not. You, you still thought you looked good, Like, it? it was that thing that if anyone asked a question, I'd be like, hmm, no. Don't like. I'm just wearing it for a joke, guys. But yeah, if I w- caught my reflection, I'd be like, "Fuck yeah!" <laughs> <laughs> I'm pulling, so like any other day, like, I'm pulling this off in both directions. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. K agrees. All right, it's time to get back to to work, to back to school work. So Martin can continue his speech about the geodes. Mm. So Bart puts Stan's little helper in the closet. I guess we call it. Yeah. Like it's kind of weird room. that they have a closet. Yeah. Does, do many schools have a storage facility? Because it's not the room where Skinner and Mrs. K get, get it on. That's in the hallway, isn't it? I think so. It's like the broom closet. Yeah. It's just a random yeah, room. Yeah, just a little... Maybe it's a thing in America. It was in Australia. I don't remember any... It was just... You had yeah. the classroom and that was it. Yeah, that was it. If you were lucky, maybe somewhere to put a couple books, but there wasn't a huge... There was a bookshelf, amount. though, wasn't it? It wasn't a cupboard, was it? 
Like, not like a door yeah. cupboard. No, 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 I don't remember many cupboards. No, I got locked in a locker once. Really? Is that for being wearing the purple tie dye shirt? I, I'll admit, I volunteered. It was a case of I wonder if I can fit in there. The and half then, ones or the full length ones? Uh, full length. I was going to say, fuck half ones. I was like, I wonder if I can fit in that. And then I got in and then I was like, oh, I'll close the door. And then even though it was my very good friends, they closed the door. But as soon as that latch panic closed over, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, I have given up way too much faith. <laughs> or like, or I've given these guys way too, way much, too much freedom. Faith. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, I, I have no say in what happens now. Yeah. <laughs> it's a really horrifying thing. <laughs> It was like, how long were you in there for? Uh, here's how it worked. It was, um, I'll, I'll, uh, hey, I reckon I could fit in that. This would be kind of funny, guys. Here, like, you're cool. You're cool. You're my mate. Come on. Come on. All right. Okay, I think I'm in. And, yep, all right. Feels good. Close the door. Okay, let me out. 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 <laughs> I'd like to get down now. <laughs> so, came out sweating. Yeah. I was in there for about five seconds. <laughs> I hate confined spaces. I remember got locked in my toy box once. Yeah. Oh, I didn't get locked in it. It's just my friend decided to sit on it when I was inside of it. <laughs> and I didn't like it. <laughs> so, we go from there. And oh, we've got to mention something too. Oh. Um, the opening scene was a parody of The Wonder Years. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yes. Anyway, continue. <laughs> we did forget to mention it, but yeah. yes. <laughs> um, uh, so, anyway, dog's in the cupboard and we get the smell wafting through yeah, from, yeah, yeah. of the uh, assorted horse parts that launched Lady Doris. More Taurus. testicles. Yeah. <laughs> more testicles mean more iron. Yes. And then he just does what a dog would do. Like, it's amazing. How easy he gets the door off. Yeah. <laughs> like he only lightly paws at that. Like you think you, it'd be screwed in. Yeah. Anyway, like it doesn't if, matter. You play Batman Arkham. No, I haven't. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I have. Yeah. But like Batman needs a lot of effort to get into a vent. Santa's, Anyone does. Santa's little help is just like. Yeah. And he's in. Just knocks it. <laughs> yeah. But I thought it was really good animation before he goes into it of us sort of moving through the air vent to get to Mrs. Yeah. Uh, to Lunch Lady Doris, I should say. Yep. So as you said, the Santa's little helper breaks into the vent, goes through. Ralph sees him. Oh, yeah. No of one believes him, though. This is one of the more iconic Ralph moments. You feel really. so for Ralph because he's yeah. telling the truth. Yeah, he's genuinely right about this. Yeah. He's the boy who cried stupid. <laughs> he's, it's like he's too scared to say it because he's in fear of being told off. Yeah, almost. Um, Miss Hoover, there's a dog in the vent. Ralph. Remember the time you said Snagglepuss was outside? He was going to the bathroom. Skinner is then on the phone to Superintendent Chalmers and he's very yep. nervous. They snuck he's... in Josh Weinstein's name in here. Weinstein's oh, parents. Yeah, of course, Weinstein. Yeah. Uh, he's so bedraggled. Like, you can tell he's been, on, Nerve, the, he's been on that phone for a long time, yeah. apologising for the fact that he didn't know about a Jewish holiday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so made up. <laughs> <laughs> Willie then comes in and warns Skinner there's a dog in the vent. I don't know why, but I love this moment. Is it just the I understand? The, the, and then Skinner making the announcement, don't yeah. panic, there's a dog in the vent. And then and kids, the kids just lose their nuts. shit. It just takes you back to what primary school, when the slightest thing would happen and go wrong, mm. kids just lose their minds. Yeah. <laughs> Pants off everywhere. <laughs> I just <laughs> love totally. these, I understand. Yeah. Like it's, <laughs> I know it's, what to do. It's, yeah, it's like they're trained for it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is my moment. Yeah. It's like the way... The vice president would react if they were like, if Sir, Trump got assassinated Air Force One has just been blown out of the sky. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a dog in the vent. <laughs> That's what they code for it. Skinner then has a look in the vent and Santa's Little Helper's right there. Nice reveal. Big kiss. Yeah, big kiss on the face. Big sloppy yeah. kiss. That's the thing about Santa's Little Helper. He's not menacing at all. No. Even when he's sort of, they do the alien parody, he looks menacing, yeah. but he just wants to lick his toes. Yeah. <laughs> get the oil. He tells, Willie, he tells Willie to get up there. 
And we have a little bit of back and forth banter. Mm. Ooh, good comeback. That dialogue would be hard to write. Well, I was saying that this morning that Willie was the hardest person to write for yeah. because they couldn't they couldn't come up with like cheese eating surrender monkeys mm. and things like that. Let's not give away too much of what Oakley says. Oh yes. <laughs> Tease for the book, people. Tease for the book. I had written here, I reckon the animators loved drawing Willie's package. <laughs> well, they certainly put it front and center. <laughs> I know, right. <laughs> I reckon they would have drawn that and got a massive laugh out of it. Like, yeah. It's just like an in-joke. In yeah. <laughs> it's Is there a better line to just bust out whenever you get undressed? Grease me up, woman. It's yeah. pretty good, isn't it? Yeah. It's so... Is it the epitome of Willie? Like, is that yes. his moment? Oh, God. It's the hero shot. Yeah. Like, where it's just... Willie is a man of action. Yeah. And in this, it's just that, like, have you got any grease? Yes. She has no idea what this answer is for. And then just yes. rips him off. Then grease me up, woman. It's just so okie dokie. Okie dokie. She's like, oh, not bad. <laughs> Lunch, Lady Doris. Have you got any grease? Yes. Yes, we do. Then grease me up, woman. Okie dokie. So he goes into the event, and this is where we get the alien reference. Yep. You've seen all the it's, alien it's, films. It's so a much of a, it's, it's just a blur. It's going just past. a visual, so there's not. Also, a, the, the beep, 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 the lights. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, the sort of like tracking it. Yes. On the tracker. Good yeah. Lord, it's coming up right behind you. Yeah. What else is the dog going to do? Just yeah. look you on the toes. Just look him on the toes. Great laugh from Willie. Yeah. It's just uncontrollable. There's yeah. nothing you can do about it. <laughs> nothing you can do about it. Uh, then the kids hear him. They start throwing shit at the vent mm. and hurting him. And Willie goes, to, oh, it's great animation here of Willie chasing him down. Yeah. Like sort of arm on arm. It's like, yeah. um, it's like, it's like the early part of the luge where yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. arms paddling his way yes. down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Skinner here also too very nervous, and when he panics, what happens? He gets hiccups. He gets the hiccups. That's a nice new character trait. Yeah, it was great to get into the, the well the end of the first act. Yeah. The final thing is a hiccup. Willie chases down the dog, catches him. I like that he didn't hurt the dog. The dog was just yeah. sort of like surprised. He's like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. I'm not doing anything wrong, am I? Yeah. And they go to bust out, and they realize that they're fucking- Out we go. Miles in the air <laughs> yeah. in the basketball court. <laughs> what do they call that? They call it the auditorium, do Gymnasium. they? Gymnasium. Gymnasium, yes. The firemen and the police all rock up, <laughs> shooting hoops. That was just a Homer and a Pooh moment. Although, what do we call that? A napkin. Yes. <laughs> what, do they, what do they call that? What, are the, what do they call when they play? A gymnasium. How delightful. The police are just shooting hoops. That's so nice work, boys. Not doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> just shooting basketball hoops. Uh, Mrs. K, I like Mrs. K here. Uh-oh, Superintendent Chalmers is here. She knows what's going to happen. Chalmers is not happy at all, is he? No. And Skinner's trying to cover for I it. I mean, he's just got off the phone with the guy yeah. for one deal. Every- and now he's come and the fire brigade are there and the police are there and every student is there, yes. apparently. Everything's under control. And then the ladder falls down, smashes the, um, smashes the scoreboard, the and, and, the smashes scoreboard. The and the police, the fireman runs off. I love why Chalmers doesn't like this school. Ugly. Ugly children. <laughs> classroom after classroom. <laughs> Then the dog like skip. Oh, I really don't think that the children. He's going to defend them, but he just gets halfway through that sentence and gets cut off. Yeah. Well, the nice thing is that Skinner actually not loves the children, but he he appreciates the children. He knows all their names, and he was actually going to defend them there. Yeah. That's sort of the story of the episode that he's the only one who actually knows this school. Yeah. The dog then falls into Chalmers' arms, and much like it was explained before, you have a puppy or a dog in your arms, you just fall in love, melts him. Yes. He's about to. Throw all the troubles away and you're going to get away scot-free. <laughs> well, Scott, Another great... Scot-free is an Oh, interesting nice use. pun, well yes. Done. Make way for Willie! I said make way for Willie, you bloated gas bug! And then yells at him. <laughs> I said make way for Willie. 
like it would have been better to land on the floor. I know. <laughs> like he saved him. <laughs> so then Skinner gets fired. Mishears him though. This was really funny. Did you say I'm a liar? No, I said you're fired. Oh, that's much worse. Hiccup. <laughs> yeah. and, and Bart's concerned here because he realised I've fucked up. I've done something really, really bad here. It's kind of like when he sees Mrs. K crying in the restaurant. Yeah. He realises he's done Except, something wrong. He wasn't deliberately trying to do something wrong. Yeah, no. I mean, he's not to know that there was a shoddily covered air vent in the cupboard. He actually put the dog where he was told yeah. and was praised for bringing the dog. Yes, so Bart, yeah, yeah. Bart's done nothing wrong. Nothing wrong at he all. Feels he still feels guilty. Uh, well, he thinks, at least he tells him it's guilt, mm. but it's not, is it? Mm. Spider. Spider bite in the head. <laughs> Homer realises that if you take the dog to work, everyone gets to go home. Mm. So he tries to take Sansa to help her. Kid, the dogs love it. They love attention. Realizes when he can't, it's a nice reveal here. Okay. Comes back. Come here. Got Maggie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Backup plan. Chalmers has then got all the kids in the auditorium and he's introducing assistant Leopold, who they think is going to be the new principal. They all mm. freak out. This guy, I always just know him as the freak me, guy. You little freaks. Freaks. Yeah. He's just, yeah, he's just the freak guy to me. Crazy but eyebrows. Apparently his name is assistant Leopold and he then introduces Flanders, the most if you're gonna just if you didn't know like before watching this episode, which you wouldn't have before this episode, who was gonna be the, the new principal? Mm. Flanders would be at the bottom of the list. Who would ever oh, think well, that Flanders was gonna be put as a principal of the primary school? Have him above Barney. That is true. Second bottom of the list. Towards the bottom of the list. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> not not one of the first options anyway. You would have thought maybe a teacher. <laughs> like you'd just, you just throwing so. it out there. My first option would have been Chalmers. I suppose he's busy. He's oh, too busy. Yeah. That's a demotion. That is true, yeah. You're going to put yourself Who in would it. have been the best teacher to have taken over as principal? Who do you think has got it in them? We only really know two or three. Could have got Bergstrom back. What other teachers do we know besides Hoover and Krabappel? Oh, uh, Largo. Largo. And who's the... Uh, did I ever tell you kids about the 60s? Yeah, but we don't know his name. No. Yeah, but that guy. Mm. I reckon that guy. <laughs> <laughs> we won! Oh, that's a different guy. You didn't learn about how whatever it was ended. Who's they're the other they're one? two different people. The other one is um, when Lisa steals the textbooks and they don't have the teacher's edition. Ah, oh, That one yes. guy that's sort of sitting yep. cross-legged on yep. the desk. Yep, yep. The kids are all happy that uh, Flanders is in charge. I'm going to put the pal back in principal. And then Chalmers tries to do the same game. I'm going to put the super back in superintendent. <laughs> I love his... Nothing. I don't get it. It's the same exact joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so upset. And then Flanders here. Bopple. Yes. <laughs> we'll go back to class. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's like, is she laughing at the fact that the kids wouldn't want to or the fact that she doesn't want to as well? That she doesn't want that's, to is the way yeah, I'm it's, taking it's, that. It's so funny. Jimbo is then forced to ask a question, otherwise mm. have to go back to class. What's your policy on lunch? Yeah. <laughs> Put the stew back in student. Oh, we didn't do alternate titles. Oh, what, did, what have you got? I was going to... Um, I have not got one. Okay, yeah. I was going to say dog day afternoon recess. Dog day afternoon, how's that in reference to this dog? Just the word dog, is that the only thing? Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want the movie's about a bank robbery. Recess, <laughs> recess, because it happened at school. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, Chalmers then just cracks the shits. It's a damn popularity contest, you kids, <laughs> you little freaks. Bart Milhouse sees Skinner at the Quickie Mart. Well, they get in trouble first for taking advantage of the self serve, but that mm. doesn't really have anything to do with the, sh- the story. It did remind me of the Pizza Hut all you can eat soft serve, though. Yeah, you remember you told me that story. Mm. No, no, or just in general. Oh, like, just in general, you would, yeah. You would fill those bowls like you wouldn't believe it. And you would only eat half of it. Yeah. Whenever you'd left a Pizza Hut, there was always just food just everywhere. the glory of coming back to the table with it. Yeah, how many? How much food do you reckon Pizza Hut weighs? It's probably why all you can eat out of business in Australia. Oh, virtually everywhere. All, all you no, can no, eat. it's big in England. It's everywhere. Oh, really? It's everywhere. Fucking seriously, dude. Six pound, all you can eat lunch in England. You're kidding me. It was amazing. Okay. 
I know they have a lot of buffet in Vegas, but um, I, yeah, I, we've, I, still, we've still got one in Ballarat. We should go there sometime. What's in Ballarat? The All You Can Eat Pizza Hut. Oh, really? It is still there. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, there we go. We've learned something. Yeah. <laughs> People at home listening, are like, what the fuck's a Pizza Hut? I don't think it's a very <laughs> no. They've got Pizza yeah, Hut. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I don't think it's a very profitable business model on the whole. No, but as a you'd have a lot of spoilage. Of course, that's what I was saying. Imagine yeah. the amount of wasted pizza. Yeah. But as a customer, I love the idea. I love the concept. Mm. Ten bucks all you can eat food. Anyway, I've got here. It was always odd, like see where Bart and Milhouse see Skinner in real life. When you would see one of your teachers in real life, it's like yeah. you didn't know how to react to even it. Even now, what? Yeah, like even teachers from like high school. Do I call them Mister and Mrs. Yeah. Or I call them by their name? Yeah. Do I even know their name? <laughs> that is true. I just call them Mum. <laughs> <laughs> play it safe. Just play the Ralph card. <laughs> but yeah, it was all, it was always odd. And do, do you think they... I think they did a really good job of designing Skinner's casual wear. It mm. feels like what Skinner would wear. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, very true to character. He mentions that he's writing a book at the moment. Mm. And Apu just gets into it. <laughs> this is so good. Obviously, this coming out when... Not long after not Jurassic long Park. Not long after Jurassic yeah. Park. I just love the fade in and the fade out. Show the passage of time to give an idea of how long this... Was there a clock in the background as well? Uh, I don't know. I didn't, if there was, I didn't I didn't pay attention. I was too though. busy looking at the actual animation and the acting. I call it Billy and the Clonosaurus. Oh, you have got to be kidding, sir. First you think of an idea that has already been done, and then you give it a title that nobody could possibly like. Didn't you think this... It's a bestseller was- list for 18 months. Every magazine cover had it. Popular movies of all time, sir. What were you thinking? I mean, thank you. I'll come again. And Skinner has no comeback. He's just, just sad. Cops it the whole he's way. Like, oh. He's got such a shit life, hasn't he? Poor Skinner. He doesn't have a lot going on for him. No, you really feel sorry for him. It's like, first you take some, first you take an idea that has already been done. Then you give it a title that nobody would like. Nobody would like. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I wonder whether somebody gives us that as a review for our book. Um, what? Well, yeah. Let's hope not. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> So I'm listening and they're going to go, fuck it, I'm going to do it. <laughs> Bart is then in Flanders' office and Flanders has been too lenient, offering drinks and, what is it, like caramel or peanut butter? Uh, peanut butter cups. Peanut butter cups, yeah. Well, I Reese's presume Reese's. Reese's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Bart's been to his office 11 times. He's just deliberately trying to be naughty because he knows if he goes to Flanders' office, he doesn't get in trouble, he just mm. gets treats. Skinner is then at the laundromat. Deciding on detergent. Yeah. One of the highlights of his day. Yeah, it's mm. so Skinner, isn't it? I think. I will have. <laughs> it's just again, it is perfectly what you would expect Skinner yep. to be doing in his day to day life. And you know, the one he chooses is the one he chooses every other day. Probably, it's like he's his fallback. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I, I might try something else. No, nah, I know this works. Mm. It's kind of, it reminds me of someone who would go to the Chinese restaurant and order the same thing because he's too scared to try something else. Yeah, he yeah. knows. I know this is delicious. I know I like it. I'm just going to stick with it. Yeah. I'm kind of like that. Whenever I go to Indian, I always get the chicken tikka masala. Oh, okay, always. Nice. Yep. What are you? You sound like a butter chicken I'm man. I'm a butter chicken man. Extra I'm, hot or I'm just, about as just Australian just, as it gets? Um, I, no, I, I don't. Not that I've got a problem with spicy food, but I prefer butter chicken to just be I like a nice at all. kind of yeah. sweet dish. So then uh, back at the laundromat, Skinner sees Bart riding past on his skateboard and he asks him how school's going and he suggests that they hang out more often, mm. which is kind of odd, but it's nice. It's, it's, it doesn't feel weird, does it, that the, the child's hanging out with the, with the principal? Um, it should be weird, but it doesn't. It, I never once, when I was watching the episode, felt that it seemed out of place. No, I mean it's a comment and an indictment on Skinner's life. Maybe because he's sort of he lives with his mum, he's kind of like a child yeah, to an extent, like a grown child. With it, yeah. Well, it was good to see you. It was. Well, then we should get together again. Uh, say Saturday at my house. Do you know where I live? Uh, no. 
Hmm. A flaming bag, eh? Well, these new Italian loafers will make short work of it. <laughs> the bullies then steal. This is a sad moment. The bullies steal his underwear. underwear. Yeah. Not because they steal it, but it's because the he follow-up line. It's like, there's nothing you can do about it. Yes, I can. I can buy a new pair. Opens up his wallet. Empty. Oh, I can't. I needed those. I really did. The I really did was the... Yeah, that's yeah. it's really sad. And that's where Bart starts to really feel sorry for him. Yeah. Bart then goes to visit him. And Agnes answers the door. He's up in his room. You must be Seymour's friend. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I love that. That like she's... You know, she greets him as you would greet a 10-year-old coming to visit your own 10-year-old son. Yes, yeah. Yep, not a grown man. He's listening to classical music. What was it? Beethoven's fifth, was it? Number five. Yeah, yep. number five. And he's just so into it. Mm. He's just... He's like talking, talking back to it well, Like it's going to change Next time we listen yeah, to it Yeah Like he's conducting And he's yeah. asking for a little bit more Out of whatever section Yeah But he's so excited That Bart's there He has no friends That's what's sad about Skinner mm. He's got nobody in his life Except for his mother He then mentions to Bart About how he's in the war And he got shot in the back At the Bob Hope concert And then Agnes yells out That Bart's arrived I know mother What was the next thing She yells out I didn't write it down oh, I think it's just her Just right being there, actually. Being silly Yeah so we cut to the uh, Skinner and Bart in the backyard and having a barbecue. They put the whole school on the honor system. They're just, they're just laughing about it. Oh, mercy. That he got rid of detention? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then he says, no one's talking about me, are they? Because I think Skinner, he wants people to be talking about him. He, he wants, wants people, people to miss, to miss him. him. Yeah. yeah. And Bart says, maybe, but I think they might have been saying skim milk. Hmm. And then walking along the beach. It's, it's, the only thing odd about this is, is this is the music they usually play when people are having like a romantic date. Yeah. But he, you know, at the beach gets the claw on his ear, but helps him, knocks it off. Just on the subject of Ned Flanders, sorry. Yeah. And I'm looking at this as a precursor to what our mailbag question is today. So, to, to skip ahead a little bit. Yeah. I'm going to show you a photo. I'm going to get your reaction live. You might have even seen it before, but still, your reaction live and you can explain what we're looking at. Oh, yeah, that's the band. Oh, is that from the band? Yes, it's the Flanders band. Yeah, right. He really looks like Ned Flanders. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's uh, they're a European band of some description. Yeah, okay. yeah. All right. Anyway, sorry. Back to whatever we were talking. Back about. to continuing. <laughs> Walking on the beach, they go to Luigi's. Nice touch here. The usual table? No. One with I'll two be seats. For two tonight. Yeah, yeah, two seats. I looked this up. He. I've always wondered. I've never had a reason to actually make the effort to look it up. Mm. When he yells out the Cucca La Manza. Oh uh, yeah. That is Italian, I believe, uh, for crazy in the head. Oh, okay. So the crazy in the head and the ugly kid are here. Yeah, is what right. he's saying. Okay. I, was, I I used to try and think. I used to think he was speaking English because he says "and the ugly kids." I'm like, yeah. Kugula, what's what's he saying there? Whatever. What's he saying? Yeah. So he's saying that Skinner's crazy in the head. School has then absolutely just gone to shit. Martin's locked in a cage. People are just. I think Millhouse is spraying sauce on his stomach for whatever yeah, reason. Yeah, just rubbing tomato sauce <laughs> into <laughs> his stomach. <laughs> I don't know. And why. really enjoying himself. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, and I'm, he's, gonna, I'm and gonna try that one weekend. It'll Bef- do nothing before a shower. It'll just be a mess, and it'll be sticky. Well, sometimes a sticky mess is what you need on a Maybe weekend. You, what if you get like pies? You just dip it in it. There, now we're talking. Yes. Yeah. Save, save dishes. Yeah. Who needs a bowl? Yeah, no. When you've got perfect <laughs> belly button, you've got perfectly good skin. <laughs> Millhouse mm. is like belly button, belly button lint and pepper steak. Ooh, what a combo! Delicious. Millhouse is like, I'm, I'm in for getting stuff. How many people stuff. do you reckon just threw up in their mouth? Just a tiny bit right there. I think a lot of people right now are contemplating covering their stomachs in tomato sauce on the weekend. I'd hope at least three. I reckon you'll get four. Okay. Millhouse is like, I'm forgetting stuff that I even, I'm even forgetting stuff that I used to know. He's so proud of that. And even Bart, he Bart's the voice of reason. He's like, we need Skinner back. Like he yeah. realizes here that this is not working. This is not right. 
Skinner then goes to visit the school at night. This is really sad. This is probably the best moment. Not my favourite, probably the best moment in the episode. With the voiceovers yes. of the kids. Yeah. I learned to read because of you, Principal Skinner. Sir, I baked you these raisin roundies. Principal Skinner, I got car sick in your office. <laughs> Bart then goes to visit Skinner once again, but it's kind of like a goodwill hunting moment. He's gone, except Agnes answers the door, obviously. Oh, yeah. Son of a bitch, he stole my line. Yeah. That sort of moment. Yeah. I've got to go see about about the army. Yes. <laughs> Agnes hands him the letter, as we said. Yep. Says he's really listed in the army. He then goes to Luigi's because that's that was their place. Yeah. You know, he could have gone to laundromat, I guess, but he went to Luigi's. Table well, for one. You're going to be sad. You may as well at least get some pasta. Get some delicious food, yeah. But he's not going to get food, is he? What is he going to get? Oh. Rat crap. Rat crap. <laughs> <laughs> We come back and we're at Fort Springfield and Skinner is immediately just in charge. Mm. I thought he's, he's a former sergeant. Well, yeah. I, and everyone I else seems pretty dumb. I the army works. Like, if you take some time out of army, do you come back and you Did just... Did you just take some time out? Did you retire, though? Uh, do you retire from the army? I would never clue. I don't know. Right in. May I beg a four-figure yeah. discount? Do come to you? would love to know. I know you can leave. Like, you know, you, you finish your you finish You your can service. go MIA. <laughs> <laughs> Pull a... What's the dude from MASH? Um, Klinger. Klinger. Yeah. Go Section 8. You, but like, you know, obviously you can leave the army after your time, but when you come back in, are you in the same rank? Well, apparently Skinner what is. What if army techniques have, presumably army techniques change? Well, in all honesty, Springfield's army doesn't seem very bright. No, that's true. Skinner of, seems like the smartest by a long margin. A lot of yokels. Yes. It's good to have another combat veteran around here. I myself received a number of medals for uh, securing that Montgomery Ward in Kuwait City. Mm, yes, Colonel. Now, I understand it'll be my duty to mold the new recruits into a well-disciplined, highly trained infantry unit. Sure, I guess. Here to come. Hey, where do I get my grenades at? Uh, they don't have down group toilets here no more, do they? It reminds me, have you seen Major Payne? Yeah. Not it's, for a really long time. It's kind of like how Major Payne comes to, back to, to the military school. Yeah, well, not yeah. come back to it, but goes to the military school. And it's not quite as hard as what he and remembered. The, and the guy who runs it is just a blithering old idiot yeah. who just doesn't understand what's going on. He's yeah. got a bunch of riffraff. That's kind of... Sergeant this. Bilko is another one yeah. along similar lines. Yeah. And Stripes. Marge and Homer... Well, oh, then- actually, to be fair, in Stripes, everyone else is pretty it's, good. Yeah. It's only Bill Murray's but company that's, yeah. that's shit. Marge and Homer are then upset with Flanders... Because they, even they can see that this isn't how school's supposed to operate. But then we get the flashback to Flanders' dad. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, so we get the great callback joke that Homer is just stuffing his face with the same peanut butter. Yes. Just, the same as Bart, yeah. Yes. Very concerned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, um, like, that's the only reason Marge was able to get him there. Yeah. The bottles love, of peanut. I love the flashback. I, I, I actually, young Ned is pretty cute. Like this and yeah. then Hurricane Nettie when he has this... But he was um, a shit of a kid back then. Though. He was a shit of a kid, but when he was getting spanked in particular. Like he just the, copped it, didn't the he? Spankle, what is it? The spankological... He didn't even try to defend himself. He's like, fuck it. Yeah. It's my fault. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like these little... But he didn't mean to like ruin the shit here though, did no, he? it was an accident. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but his little whoopsie doodle. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty cute. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> He's such a square, man. It's like going <laughs> boom, boom, bap, 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 boom, boom, bap. But yeah. Anyway. We're in a cube. Yeah. <laughs> But so, uh, moral of the story: beatniks make shit parents. Yes, mm. but they their kids become good people. Yeah, Flanders is the best person, kind-hearted wise, yeah. on the show. Yeah. I think there's no one more considerate than Flanders on this show. I don't think so. No, I don't think there's anyone else that is in considerate the world. on the <laughs> <Ever>. show. <laughs> Not even more considerate, just considerate. Mm, I think there's going to be somebody. It, the fact that we can't think of it off the top of our head, though. Most Lisa, mostly. 
She, but can, if we she think, can be a bitch, if we th- though. If she we can think, be smug. Yeah. If we think outside of the family... Um, consider it. Consider it. There's got to be someone else considerate on The Simpsons. The guy who's always happy? Who's in it for like three seconds. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what about Stuart the Duck? Uh, nah, ducks are pretty curmudgeonly. Yeah, true. They're all like just... Yeah. <laughs> Get back to work, Very Stuart. disgruntled. <laughs> They're then singing the song. I'll let you explain this because is this a Full Metal Jacket reference? Yeah, yeah. So Full Metal Jacket. There's a bunch of dirty songs that they sing as they're running around the base camp. Um, things like uh, Mama and Papa were laying in bed. Mama rolled over. This is what she said. I give you some. Give you some. I give you some. Give you some. PT. So on and so forth. Um, you fuck obstacles like old people fuck. By the way, is, is, oh, you fuck. Ob- sorry, you climb obstacles like, like old you people fuck obstacles. <laughs> what the fuck? You, you, okay. We've got to leave that out. <laughs> no, that's staying in. You climb obstacles like old people fuck. You fuck obstacles like old people climb. That yeah, could work as well. well. <laughs> Very different movie. <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah, they, they're singing, what was it, about um, a French girl with... Uh, needs improvement, whatever ho- it is. No, no, no the, the first line, like, um, French girl with holes in her underwear or something. I can't remember. Okay. Well, so he puts the foot down. It's like, there will be no smut. He can't let go of the fact that he's a teacher. Basically, yeah. so it's like we're going to sing. You're here to learn in this man's army. So they, that's when they start singing about. The but pu- back when he was before he became a principal, he might have allowed that. But being Probably, a principal has changed yeah. him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, back when he was Armin Tanzarian, he would have been yes, leading exactly the charge. Right, yeah. But there's that moment of yeah, them singing about the Parthenon. Um, and it took it, honestly, it wasn't until I watched the episode this time that I actually made out what that word was. What was it? Parthenon. Okay, that. Word. No, okay, I meant yeah, like yeah, for yeah. years I didn't yeah, know yeah. what that what they were singing about. Um, but yeah, like that. I don't know, but I've been told the Parthenon is mighty old. How old? We don't know. <laughs> that's real good, but it needs improvement. <laughs> I like here that Skinner sent a letter to Bart. Still making the effort. Yeah, yeah. Keeping up his um, friendship. Sends him a photo. Still kind of odd now that you look back and think about it. That it's to a child, but it's his only friend. Hmm. Lisa's surprised that man, you're you're missing Skinner. But as Bart says, I'm missing him more as an enemy than hmm. a friend. Like Bart needs. He needs to rebel against something. It's like built up frustration. Yeah. No one cares that he's being naughty anymore. Well, everyone else is being naughty now. I guess as much as a hero is only as good as a villain, the villain is only as good as his hero. Well, it's like a bully at school, if he's not getting any attention, he's not a bully, is he? Hmm. What's um, the line from The Dark Knight? You can... Uh, you, you complete me. Something. I swear he says you complete he me. He says you complete me, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Okay. Exactly like that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's like that. <laughs> There's a lot of... I had a lolly in my mouth. So I was going to say, there's a lot of lolly chewing going on right now. You need it to do Heath Ledger's voice, but no, I had I, I couldn't get my tongue out of my mouth the way In my to. head, I'm thinking, did he put that lolly in his mouth to try and do a Heath Ledger impersonation? That's <laughs> pretty much how it works. <laughs> um, if you have lollies in your mouth, it's a really good way to do a Heath Ledger impersonation from Brokeback Mountain. Lisa then lists other enemies of... <laughs> I got the joke. I'm just, <laughs> just got to sail on by that one. <laughs> Lisa lists other enemies for like Doctor Who. I think it's Doctor Who, did you, did you mention? Uh, no, no, uh, Sherlock Holmes. Sherlock Holmes has yep. his Moriarty. She, yep. has, she mentions a couple of them. Mountain Dew has something else. And then if Maggie has Baby Gerald, first mm. appearance. Baby, baby Gerald. with one eyebrow. Well, baby Gerald is what his name is. Yeah, but she doesn't say that. She just okay. says that baby with the one eyebrow. Yeah, we don't yeah. know his name yet. Yeah. No. I still didn't know his name until you just said Baby oh, Gerald. Okay. You could have made that up for <laughs> a while. <laughs> no, no. I've always just known him as Baby Gerald. I must say it in an episode somewhere. But then goes to visit Skinner at the, what are we going to call it? It's just Fort Springfield. Fort Springfield. Yeah, yeah. Bart arrives. In the middle of a training drill. A training drill of firing... Oh, shit. What are they called? It's like missiles of some description. No, the, um, they're a very specific missile. They are... While you're looking at that, I'll just explain how... I liked how Skinner was just like, change directory! Just panicked immediately. 
but knew what to do. Yeah. He pointed, not realizing that it's going to land at the Quickie Mart. Poor Apu just had 16 gas pumps installed. Would have been big. Finally compete. Would have been big business with him and fucked. It's just, yeah, but the beauty of the animation is you don't need to see the explosion. Mm. You just see the K land in the middle. What's the other episode? Is it Sideshow Bob's Last Gleaming? Where you see Milhouse get fired out of the plane and lands into something? Oh, like as in just later, you just see boof yeah, in the background. Seems- I, I, I can't think of it enough to say There was yes another moment no. where that happened, something similar like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mortars. Okay, that's, that's a, what they're firing. That's a mortar range. Yep. Bart's trying to convince Skinner to come back. We need you at the school. Like, Flanders is just shit. And Skinner says, well, I, I can't unless Flanders is fired. And mm. Bart says, I'll think of an idea. And Skinner sort of mentions, we can only be friends and unless you become good. Yeah, we know that's not going to happen. Not gonna happen. <laughs> that's not going to happen. Bart's honest about it. Yes, yeah, yeah. So, look, I want you to come back. I'm not changing, but I want you to be back. And we get a Casablanca reference. I'll always have the laundromat. We'll always have the laundromat, yes. Yeah. Bart's plan here is basically to do nothing. He has no plan. It's Flanders is so bad that when Chalmers arrives, he'll have to fire him. Yeah. But th- th- that's not a plan. You've done nothing. But doesn't Bart call Chalmers? Like, because he's talking to Chalmers what? saying, come on, you, f- you fired well, how- Skinner for less than this. So obviously Bart in some way has brought him there. Either brought him there or aware that the visit's coming and I will, I will be the, you know, no one else is going to tell him the bad news because they all want it to stay the way it is. So I'll be the one that owns up to what's happening. And Homer wants to be a part of it because it's against Flanders. Yeah. <laughs> yes. What are you doing that in there? Is- Nothing. They're like scheming. <laughs> yeah. Little kids. <laughs> I just love Homer with it. Like, it's so simple. But that, you know, once he found out it was about Flanders, he insisted on being involved. Yes, that is correct. Yes. <laughs> just, he's all business. I love that he calls, this is Bart when he brings Chalmers to the school, calls him Charmsy. Come on, Charmsy. <laughs> <laughs> He tries to convince him and Chalmers is just not having it. He's like, he doesn't give a fuck. He's like, yeah. What's the reasoning? Skinner bothered oh, me. Sorry, we forgot about how Skinner's getting out of the army. Oh, yes. Make a pass at your commanding officer. Done. And I mean done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Chalmers is like, Skinner bugged me. Like, I don't care that the school's gone to shit. He doesn't yeah. care. So he doesn't care about the school. He just didn't like Skinner. Yeah. And what is it that actually tips him off though? Puts him over the edge. One of my favorite lines of in all of the history of The Simpsons. Let's thank the Lord for another beautiful school day. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord? That sounded like a prayer. A prayer? A prayer in a public school? God has no place within these walls, just like facts have no place with an organized religion. Simpson, you get your wish. Flanders is history. Just just like facts have no place in organized religion. Um, I feel like that that, that bottom part of the joke, it's, it's funny, but it's just that I love... The way he goes up and up and up. Yes, he's <laughs> furious. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's sort of dawning on him. The more he talks, he's yeah. like, "Wait a minute, wait, this is this is really happening." Yeah, I can't S- believe this separation. Yeah. <laughs> separation of state and, and no. And he immediately fires Flanders and brings back Skinner. Mm. Flanders has done nothing wrong. No, but I suppose he was he was a very bad principal. Yeah, yeah, no control, yeah, no control awful. at all. <laughs> What's his um? Like, you know, God bless you. Was like, yeah, save it for ch- save it for Sunday, church boy. Yeah, yeah. Skinner then's rehired and he's telling the kids off. Uh, at least he knows the kids' names. He uh, seems that's, to know the kids yeah, names. yeah. Seems to know the kids' names. And we get a really nice moment at the end where Skinner and Bart realize that they can no longer be friends, but mm. a little part of me likes to think that deep down they're still going to respect each other. Yeah, and they hug each other, and we get the. Notes in the back. The teach me slash kick me. Yes. <laughs> oh, mercy. That's like Skinner's best line. Oh, mercy. Yeah. I love it. I love it after, after a big laugh. Yeah. What do we learn, Palmer? So what did you learn from the episode, Mitch? Uh, horse testicles are high in iron. I learned that potatoes don't get nearly as much love as they deserve. Jamil! Jamil! 
mail is here. So now it's time for the mailbag. It is indeed. Radio voice. Do I have to do radio voice as well? That is, that is your radio voice, isn't is it? Is it? I don't know. What is your radio Do your... What, what, back, what back did you wait for? No, I'm not going to do that again. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, ra- radio voice. This, um, Today is brought to you by Pudbean. Do you want me to do... <laughs> do you want me to do... Uh, are we still getting paid for that, by the way? Yes. Good. Well, it's going into our kitty. Okay. I haven't That's taken right. it out yet. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, I'm looking forward to that sweet, sweet Pudbean money. <laughs> um, uh, I... American Radio Voice and Georgia Briggs has written in today. She has a cromulent story that's embiggened her life. <laughs> you looked at me funny then. Like, people at home didn't see this. Because I gave you a look to say, go with this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was a look in part said, go with it. And yes, I am going to do this yeah. for the entire segment. I work for the Australian Ice Hockey League as part of my club's home games. We have a meat raffle. That's as Australian as it gets, by the way. You've taken ice raffle. hockey, an American and Canadian institution. Oh, well, I have a fucking chook raffle. <laughs> <laughs> Not cooked. Here we go. Raw chicken. Have some snags and some steak. Ten, three bucks a ticket or four for five. I love when you're at the footy and they're like two fifty a ticket or eight for twenty. I <laughs> was, pardon me, I was helping to sell tickets with a younger girl from the club, about 17. We made a great team with me using my loud voice and carrying the meat tray to show people what they get. She's much nicer to look at. Ha ha. I was riding out someone's ticket when the girl next to them said, do you come with a meat tray? And did the giggle. The younger girl didn't get it. Naive. But I cracked up laughing and told the girl we just became best friends. It was the best. Thanks for all the hard work you do. Can't wait to get the book. That's from Georgia Briggs. People like tune in straight to the end. They're like, fuck, I want to listen to Four Finger Discount. Yeah. <laughs> Who's this guy? <laughs> that was a lot well, of fun. Thank you, Georgia. I don't think I've ever done that voice before. Like, <laughs> I really enjoyed it. Don't do it the whole mail back. Okay. I'll no, you one letter. We'll go with a different radio voice. Did we get anyone writing in about telling us how they listen to us from remote areas? We do. Okay. Uh, I feel like this deserves maybe more AM radio voice. So this is like... Which is stubs? Uh, your ABC News. I'm just going to slow it down. Got love some dedications, man. Don't, it's just... don't talk over me. There are pauses. Joel Baldwin writes in, Hi guys. I listened to this week's episode from the Orkney Islands of the northern coast of Scotland. Most people unsubscribing as well. If you interrupt me again... <laughs> I will throw this iced vovo at your face. The Orkney Islands off the northern coast of Scotland. Not super remote, I guess, but a bloody long way from home in Sydney. Well, sending love here from the land down under. He's a travel blogger and a videographer. Looking forward to listening from more weird and remote places. Managed to keep up with the show all across Southeast Asia last year, even in the jungles of Burma and the islands of the Philippines. We have our favourite caller, Russell, online too. Wants to talk to you. Hi, Russell. I'm listening. Um, That's like 3am. Cool. So, we've got... <laughs> what the fuck's happening? We've got the Orkney Islands of the northern coast of Scotland. Radio voice. You told me to do radio voices. Don't, don't <laughs> set me a challenge and then fucking interrupt my radio voices. Um, now, we've had a recent... Addition for the most remote listener. What's it, what's another type of radio voice? Give me one. Yeah, fucking Fitzy and Whipper drive you home. Fucking how's it going, guys? Fitzy and Whippy here. Yeah. I don't listen to them. Um, but you're, t- I- you're typical over the top. I'm excited to be here, but shouldn't be. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, okay. 
Okay, that was Ed Sheeran playing the latest song by Ed Sheeran. Coming up next, Ed Sheeran. Hi there, Mitch and Dando. Long time listener, first time correspondent. Geelong is spelled G-long. What a country. Also, in regards to your remotest listener, I live and work in South Wales and I'm in effect writing from 1992. <laughs> That's so funny because it's like it's in the past. Yeah, you get it? I do, Smallsy. Thank you for your work and it makes mine... Sorry, thank you for your work. It makes mine much more bearable. Ever yours, Riddy and Hughes. I just love that guy. He's the best. He just seems like a great we person. We should have him on. Is your listen? It's someone out there. Is your name Ridian? Call in if your name's Ridian. But don't call right now because we're about to play Ed Sheeran again. There we go. That works. Yeah. <laughs> so so far, I've covered. I've got two different countries and three different radio styles that I can do. <laughs> um, we'll see if there's another something else that's. Oh, oh, we've got a question. I forgot no, about this. It's the fucking mailbag. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm reading mail. No, 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 no. Um. I need a fourth radio style. Um, BBC News. Don't do an English accent. But, no, I'm, I'm doing a very specific, depressing BBC News guy. <laughs> Which is going to be difficult with this first line. Ahoy, hoy, fellas. Happy 100th. If you had to get a haircut like any Simpsons character, whose would you choose? I'd probably go Snake. My current hair is closer to Barney's. P.S. I generally agree with your taste in movies, but I'm pretty sure my heart hurt when you dismissed Guardians 2. Both movies fit comfortably in my top ten funniest movies of this millennium. Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Plus, I can't hear father and son anymore without thinking of that last scene. Yondu's my man. There we go. Do you know who Yondu is? Uh, Jeff Bridges. No. Oh, is Yondu um, the du- blue dude? Yeah. Okay. My bad. <laughs> um, no, I don't... Could be Jeff Bridges. None of, them, none of them have fucking normal names. How am I supposed to remember who anyone yeah, exactly. is? Um, I don't know that I dismissed it. I just said it was okay. I don't even remember talking about it. Certainly not. <laughs> Certainly not in the top ten funniest. If that's in the t- look, I I love you, guy, and and I don't want to shit on What's your that guy movie. Incognito, is it? Yeah, but if that's in the top ten funniest movies of this millennium, then no one has well, laughed. Give me, give me your since, top ten since funniest off the top of your head uh, of this millennium. Yes, so since two thousand, Anchorman, Dodgeball, um, Step Brothers. Nah, no, nah, not for me. Every after Anchorman, every Will Ferrell movie was the same. Um, comedies since he was doing that long before man. Every uh, Little Miss Sunshine, I reckon that was this millennium. Comedy, I guess so. It's funny enough. Team America World Police is in there. Oh, Super Bad, Super Bad was in two thousand and seven. Knocked up, that was all right. Um, Forty Year Old Virgin, I like Forty Year Old Virgin. I don't know that I want to put Super Troopers in there just because I haven't seen enough of it to really stand by it. Uh, I'm quickly. There's not a great through. deal of funny. Oh movies. fuck, Shaun of the Dead, two thousand three. 2004, oh, yeah. Okay. Um, Shaun of the Dead, number one by far. Tropic Thunder, really, really liked Tropic Thunder when that came out. Me, myself, and Irene was 2001, I think, wasn't it? Would have been around about that time. Hot Fuzz, the follow-up to Shaun of the Dead, yeah. was also very, very good. <laughs> the Pick of Destiny. I wouldn't put that in my top ten funniest. But millennia, like, the last millennium doesn't feel like that long, but 17 years, man. Yeah, Fuck, there's Jesus. Wedding Crashes yeah. is in there. Probably one of the last really funny Vince Vaughn movies. So I don't look at Guys of the Galaxy as a comedy. It's a sci-fi film. With a bit of comedy family, thrown family in. Family sci-fi, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, there you go. There's, there's a whole bunch of the movies. Thank you for the message, But what was the question? Zoolander was, it? was 2001. The hair, wasn't it? The hair? Yeah, so if you had to have your hair cut like a Simpsons character, who would it be? Mm, which characters have hair? I wouldn't go McBain. It's too crew cut-ish. Mm. Same with Smithers. 
Maybe Lenny. Yeah, I was th- like Lenny's got a kind of cool 1950s rockabilly yeah. look about him. Um, I'm thinking like he's got like an Elvis style. Yeah, Snake also has that. Little yeah, similar. 50s, yeah. if not more, pomp at the beginning. Um, Rabbi Krastovsky. Only if you had the beard. <laughs> I think I could grow it out. <laughs> um, I'm having a quick look through. I'm trying to feel. I actually feel like a poo has an all right haircut. <laughs> I thought you were saying, I feel like a poo. I'm like, <laughs> oh, the shop, what? Come on, <laughs> get your mind out of the gutter. <laughs> yeah, I, look, I, I think now Lenny. I, I don't like the points at the back of Lenny's head. He looks a little bit too much like Sonic the Hedgehog for mine. Yeah, little mullet. Yeah, pointy um, mullet. Hank Scorpio's got an all right haircut, but I can't do that hair in the full beard thing. Yeah, and I feel like it needs that. So I will settle on. Who did I say? There was someone in there that I, well, I was Lenny. Right. You were going to go. I oh, know you. A uh, poo. A poo. Yeah, a poo. Let's go with the poo's hair. Or for a funnier... Well, I gave you her, uh, Krustovsky for a funnier response. It's weird when you Google image search Simpsons characters that, like, on every second page, there's just one vaguely looking Simpsons-ish person. Per- in real life? No, drawn to try and look sexy. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's really unsettling. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know I never realised this? Hey, but handsome Pete. One time Marge Simpson was in Playboy for an interview, right? Just like a mock mm. thing. Yeah, yeah. And they were told, like, no, don't fuck around. Like, don't have her actually nude. Like, she's just in bikini or whatever. Yeah. Hugh Hefner made sure that he could see her nipples through her shirt. Hugh, you dirty... F- and didn't tell Al Jean. Al Jean pulls out Playboy and you can see much of his nipples. Al <laughs> Jean was like, you fucking idiot. Like, why would you do that? I, I just... I, well, I, well, I'm loving the idea of Al at home. Like, what are you doing? It's for work! <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm reading the articles Final final email I'm just going to go back To my normal voice for Is this, this a one. question? Or? No I haven't even read it In Burns okay. Air You were asking about Lil- Lily Langtree Air Air please. Burns Air You were asking about Lily Langtree 1853 to 1929 She was an established Actress and producer Known as the Jersey Lily The Jersey Lily Jersey okay. in Britain She kept company With the Prince of Wales Later Edward VII Of the UK And others She lives on In the Hughes Pick the Hughes, god damn it. In the Who's pictures of Lily. Keep hating Millhouse. Cheers, Alex. Keep hating Millhouse. Yep. Who said we hated Millhouse? I think I said that he was dweeby or something. I like him for that. Oh, we also got sorry, you poo-pooed my idea to save Channel 10. Oh yeah, yeah. True. Um we got a former a, Channel 10 employee. An insider, yeah. Hey guys, just wanted to congratulate you and encourage you on the book. Thank you very much. Um Mitch's plans to save Channel 10 are not as misguided as Dando might think. Our broadcasting regulations are actually pretty lax compared to the USA. I used to work for Channel 10 about 10 years ago, right when Big Brother and Australian Idol were huge hits. I was there when the infamous turkey slap story broke. That was huge. The big news. Huge here. But in comparison to what's happened in other Big Brothers, pretty tame. But I mean, it's on TV and some guy slapping his dick on a chick's face. Was it on her face? I thought it was the back of the head. On her head somewhere. I don't think... I I thought it was on her face in her sleep. See, I thought that she was sitting at a table. He pulled his his member out and then was like, hey, turn around. And then she turned around and like cocks in her face. Oh, okay. But I didn't think like it was an actual kind of knock, knock, knock scenario. But you know, at the same time, I didn't say it. Yeah. Anyway. Um, Ten had also just acquired the rights to Californication, which was so controversial that they actually had people holding candlelight vigils outside the building in protest. I was holding a candlelight vigil in thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was lighting, you know, like how you have your little shrine. <laughs> I had like a Channel Ten temple with David Duchovny in the middle and the uh, the girl from the nanny. Um, 
just two photos. <laughs> just that was really unsettling when you saw can, her, when you one, saw her about a top on. You're like, yeah, you're the little girl from the it's like when you see that Winnie from start of this episode, the Wonder Years. Winnie got oh, yeah. like fairly attractive. Um, anyway, so that's what TV should be doing, making a statement. They were no stranger to getting up people's noses, so a return to that might be the way to go. So there we go. There we go. The, end of the, the point is, <laughs> my plan to fix Channel 10 works. Well, thank you for the... What was her name again, sorry? Uh, that's Jen, Ma- Jen McKenzie. Thank you, Jennifer McKenzie. Long time to, to the show. I was about to say we shouldn't say her name, and then, oh, hang on, ex-employee, it's all fine. Yes. And thank- I'd already said her name, so it was too late. Thanks for listening to our review of Sweet Seymour Skinner's Badass Song... Don't need to plug the book. I think people know the people book's know coming it. out. People know the book's coming. We'll We're going to be doing a special Patreon-exclusive podcast, just chatting about our time writing the book and just whatever we feel like talking about. Well, just whatever we feel like talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, cool. Um, thanks for listening once again, guys. Next week, we're going to be reviewing... The Simpsons. <laughs> you would hope so, wouldn't you? <laughs> we just fucking do a Family Guy review, just to fuck with people. Would that go down well, do you think? Mm, not Did, with- <laughs> didn't tell people. <laughs> We're going to be doing The Boy Who Knew Too Much. Oh, thank fuck for that. I've been waiting for this. 20th like, episode of the season. Really, really. You really like this episode, really don't you? I really love this episode. This, is, this has been. We put a meme up for this episode. for a really long time. Today, didn't we? We did. Palmy. Don't, don't steal it because I was about to use this as my final words. And if you take my thunder now, I will have nothing hey, in Mitch, 30 seconds. Hey, Mitch, what are seconds. your final words? Say chowder. Shout Shh. Four Finger Discount is brought to you today by Podbean, the podcasting app that not only allows you to record on the go, but also upload from anywhere in the world on your mobile device. The Podbean app makes it simple to get started with podcasting. No expensive equipment required. All you need is an idea, and Podbean does the rest. So download the Podbean app now for your Apple or Android device and enjoy the freedom of mobile podcasting.